interrupt this program to bring you a special report. Welcome to the 2023 Dakar Rally Edition of the Chasing Waypoints Podcast. Bringing you daily updates as competitors take on over 5,000 miles in 15 days across the Arabian Peninsula. Don't forget, hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any updates. And if you haven't already, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Chasing Waypoints for more updates and news from the bivouac. That being said, let's get to it. All right, what's going on, guys? Good morning. Stage number six going off overnight. And it sounds like uh, there was some fun going on. There was some fun to be had. I was just watching the recap videos and all that. And uh, results show, right? Results show. And then tonight we'll be on the road, but I will get you guys the stage preview. I got my stuff to do it. Coming to you live from a hotel room or wherever we're going to be. So uh, I'll figure it out. Don't worry. I got you. Okay, so stage number six went off overnight and had been modified. If you guys heard the last episode and talking about the stage preview, uh, we did 918 kilometers. They changed it up a little bit, added a, added a few more KMs to it, uh, specifically from 877, eh, about 50 kilometers to it. So six times five, 30, about 30 miles. So not that big a deal, but man, at this point, I think every mile counts, especially yesterday with such a long Long, long stage, a long day, uh, coupled by or joined by several long days before that. So almost to the rest day today, stage six or last night while we were sleeping here on the West Coast, these guys were out there racing. Uh, that went off. We've got stage seven coming up tonight and then stage eight tomorrow night. And that will be the rest day after that. So Monday the ninth, which for us over here, they're on the opposite right now. Local time in Riyadh, and we're getting uh, getting situated here. It's early in the morning. It is four forty three in the afternoon in Riyadh. It is five forty three in the morning here in San Diego. So, uh, just to kind of give you guys an idea right now, but that is the local time right now in Saudi Arabia. All right, so. Watching some of the recap videos on the near live section of the Dakar Rally app. If you guys aren't checking that out, that's a lot of good information. Some really cool videos. A um, couple videos in there showing, uh, let's see, one, the guy's trying to stay warm sitting around the campfire. So it's not what you would expect. You know, I would think there would be like maybe warmer temperatures, but uh, it sounds like it's kind of been a little bit chilly in the mornings. And then also, well, I guess then also doing a hundred plus mile uh, liaison bright early in the morning, you know, 4 a.m., I don't care why, what part of the country you're in. That's probably pretty chilly. Well, if you're back east, it's exceptionally chilly. Anyway, so saw those videos, got to see some of the action of it. It looks like on the sand. I think the rain really did these guys a favor. Having rain the nights before, or I think it was at least the one night before, but the sand looks so pristine and you can see as they're digging up and they're getting through there, it's just wet sand. So I think that's making it a little bit easier on the guys where if it was the sugar sand or just powdery, it would be a lot more difficult, uh, especially for the guys that are not as versed in riding in the sand or that's not their strong suit. I think this is definitely going to suit them. 
one of the bigger things too is seeing the the speed that they're able to carry into the corners and being able to kind of maneuver these bikes through these uh, through the terrain as much it looks a lot easier right I say that from seven thousand miles away uh, in a uh, room with a heater in it and I'm not worried about being cold so uh, that is definitely a challenge for them still doesn't mean the navigation gets any easier uh, I did watch one of those videos you can see I believe it was Toby Price let me let me scroll through there here uh, no no too far uh, let's see. Ah, Matthias Walkner going through the dunes. And so what's interesting about that one is, is that you can see uh, we've talked a bit about starting a little bit further back and the ability to have lines to pick from. And you can see uh, in from the helicopter shot, you see where it the road kind of splits and you can see some tracks kind of headed straight and then going around. And then you can see the tracks towards the inside of it. And just kind of like cutting up and over onto one side of the dune. So you can literally see where having tracks in front of you makes a big difference. The front runners probably went up and around and the guys behind started kind of picked up on that and then just started cutting across. So, I mean, it doesn't seem like much, but that's just one corner across so many kilometers or so many miles that they're going to be racing. But do that a few times and now you're starting to make up seconds. And sometimes that maybe, you know, getting to the top of that dune that way was a little bit more difficult. So not only is it not just a distance thing, but it's also a difficulty thing. So we saw that if you guys watched uh, the recap videos, you saw that from the Audi uh, trying to make it up this hill. Uh, this was the whole debate with them being granted 11 more horsepower for their e-tron vehicle versus, uh, you know, Nasser Alatia running his T1 Plus. Uh, vehicle so the overall obviously that makes it a little bit difficult uh, it makes it a disadvantage to him I, I believe is what he's seeing is that oh they're just giving him giving horsepower away but you know we'll see uh, it looks like uh, from the recap videos it looks like uh, Petter Hansel uh, had a, uh, a pretty big off uh, not sure if he was able to continue but that's on the car stuff I'm covering the bikes so We'll talk a little bit more about the bikes uh, and maybe we'll we'll bring in the cars a little bit later. But anyway, so that is uh, kind of the stage that it was. I mean, we knew it was going to be a lot of sand and I mean, it did not disappoint. It did look pretty awesome, though, I will say. All right. So let's see here. View more standings. Let's go. No, don't take me. I don't need to go to the map. I need to go to the standings. All right. Stage results. Now. It is early in the morning. It is still four in the afternoon over there. So that means that there still could be changes to this. So I'm going to go ahead and call it and say that these are unofficially the stage results at the moment. Uh, so, and uh, yeah, I can tell you right now it is probably that because I don't see all the full, like the full time on it. But here's the rundown for stage number six of the 2023 Dakar. Luciano Benavides on the Husqvarna factory racing bike. Three hours, 14 minutes, and 19 seconds. That was your stage winner. Skyler Howes on the Husqvarna factory racing, finishing 56 seconds behind him. And then it's going to be Toby Price in the number three spot, finishing two minutes and 20 seconds behind the leader. John Bereda Bort in the fourth spot, two minutes and 29 seconds behind the leader on the Monster Energy JB team. And then it is Kevin Benavides on the Red Bull KTM factory racing by two minutes, 41 seconds, followed by Pablo Quintanilla, Monster Energy Honda team, two minutes and 52 seconds from the leader. And then let's see, we've got Daniel Sanders in the number seven spot on the Red Bull gas gas factory racing bike, three minutes behind. So seven bikes, three minutes dividing the seven bikes. It is a stacked field. 
Nacho Cornejo in the number eight spot on the Monster Energy Honda team at three minutes and 15 seconds, followed by Stefan Svitko, Slavnav Rally team at three minutes and 27 seconds. And running out of the top 10, Matthias Wachner, Red Bull KTM Factory Racing, four minutes and eight seconds. Okay, so that's even more impressive. Ten bikes, four minutes and eight seconds. Uh, yeah, this is a stacked field for sure. Uh, we did see, let's see... Mentions here, Aiden Van eleventh, uh, finishing four minutes and twenty-two seconds back, and then Mason Klein on the BAS World KTM Racing Team, seven minutes and thirty seconds back. So a little bit further back for Mason Klein than we would have wanted to see, but and I put that with a big butt, exclamation points, uh, underscore, bold letters, italicized uh, in a huge font. This is not a bad position, I don't think, especially leading out. Uh, he's already done it once and capitalized and moved from 11th to fourth for the stage. Uh, so he's able to make up that time. It does put a little bit of an effect on the overall results at the moment, but then again, we're barely headed to the halfway point. So it's crazy to think that these guys have already been racing for six days, uh, coming up on seven days, eight days, and then they're going to take a break and then turn around and do that again. So plenty of rally left to go right now. It's about being smart right now. It's about being good. Uh, so the rest day, I'm sure, will be much needed. I will try and get some time with Mason uh, just to talk briefly about, you know, his uh, what what rest day really actually means for him and what is, uh, you know, what what his plan is for the rest day. And I'm, I mean, I feel like I'm going to be Captain Obvious asking that question. But, you know, some people it's kind of different. Like, you know, at this point, you got to kind of unwind. And if everything has been rally, 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 uh, I think that the big thing is is deciding right then and there, you know, how how you're going to spend your time, what you're going to do, like what is the most effective use to to get back in the game, you know, because when that next stage starts, you're now racing to the finish line. You're not racing to the halfway point. So that should be very interesting for them. Let's check the general standings after stage number six. Now, remember, we're going to say that these are unofficial because it looks like they are still not or still calculating the results. I haven't seen any updates come through on the Sport of the app as well. So we'll see here. So after Six stages of the 2023 Dakar. Your overall leader at the moment is Skylar Howes on the Husqvarna factory racing bike. Two hours, 31 minutes and 52 seconds. Followed by Toby Price on the Red Bull KTM factory racing bike. Three minutes and 31 seconds back. Followed by Kevin Benavides in the number three spot. Red Bull KTM factory racing. Seven minutes and one second back. Oh, he was bad. Look at that. Three minutes worth of penalties. So let's see where that three minutes puts him. Mine is that. It's a four. It literally puts him on Toby Price's toe. So not gaining any positions if he did not have those penalties, but uh, still putting him uh, three minutes closer, which right now, I mean, it is uh, it is an interesting race for sure. Uh, let's see. Breda fourth. And then let's see. John Breda fourth on the Monster Energy J- JB team. Uh, you've got 10 minutes, 57 seconds back. Aiden Van Beveren in the number five spot. Monster Energy Honda team, 12 minutes and 20 seconds back. Pablo Quintanilla on the Monster Energy Honda team. He is going to be 12 minutes and 22 seconds back. Mason Klein, BAS World KTM Racing Team, 12 minutes and 46 seconds back. Followed by Daniel Sanders on the Red Bull Gas Gas Factory Racing, 19 minutes and 54 seconds back. Then you've got Luciano Benavides on the Husqvarna factory racing bike, 24 minutes and seven seconds back. And Nacho Cornejo on the Monster Energy Honda team rounding out the top 10, 
24 minutes and 23 seconds back. So that is your top 10 currently after stage number six overall for the 2023 Dakar rally. Next 11th, uh, Matthias Wachner, Luciano Santolino, uh 12th, Savon Svitko, 13th, Michak, 14th, Franco Kami, 15th on the Hero, uh, T. Sharina, BAS World, 16th, Dumatier, 17th, Lucci, 18th, BAS. Bart's got, uh, got some bikes in this thing, man. He's got some horses in this race. Let's see. Kind of scrolling down through here and just kind of checking it out. Jacob Argybright, man. Look at that. 25th overall at the moment. And what does that look like? All right. Let's see. Let, let's get him. Well, okay. First and foremost, let's talk this. First time at the Dakar Rally. Been doing a ton of training here. So Southern California guy. Hair scrambles. Racing. Doing, doing his thing up here. Extremely fast on a bike. Very, very, very competitive. Been doing a lot of rally stuff. I watched his navigation. I watched the beginning, you know, how he got started um, doing the navigation. He would post. It was really cool. I mentioned this earlier, but he would post his information like he would post his route, what he did versus the roadbook and what the roadbook said he should have done. And early on, you could see that the mistakes uh, in navigation, the loop that he would do to get back to the point, like how soon he realized he was off track was you know, kind of longer, you know, taking some time, but towards the end and right before the Dakar, some of the last ones that he put on, it's like within less than a minute, he knew he was already in the wrong spot, uh, which, you know, it was really, really cool to see the progression in, in the navigation and stuff like that. And putting in that work has gotten him to where he's at now. So not only is he in the top 30 for the 2023 Dakar in the overall standings, he has also not collected a single penalty until this point right now. So I hope I didn't just jinx it, but that is for sure a, an accomplishment. No speed zone penalties, the waypoints, whatever he's done, but at least no penalties have been done, uh, which is very, very difficult because you have that overall 160 kilometer per hour uh, speed limit on top of all the other speed limits that they put on through the rally, which I mean, there's some people like, oh, I don't, you know, this is racing. This is not speed. Limit. Yeah, but there is a certain point to it, you know, so you kind of have to enjoy it, make the best you can of those things, because those are, I guess they could be considered, you know, it's kind of like a little bit of a rest, a little bit of a break, uh, even though mentally you got to be on that buzzer and make sure you're ready, uh, cutting it as close as you can to it, because you also don't want to lose time in the time or in a speed control zone. Uh, then from there, let's see here. All right. So. Dust Rally team, three hours, 20 minutes, and 39 seconds back from the leader. And then taking a look. So he is actually from where he's at right now, 25th, to get up to the 23rd spot. He's only 20 minutes and 39 seconds roughly out of that 23rd spot. So still plenty of time to move up the rankings, but hell of a show already, and it's only six stages. So we got a lot more to go. So. Let's uh, keep on scrolling down here. Build the other hero motorsports bike, uh, Kami. Let's see here. Scrolling it down. How's everybody doing? Are, are we uh, like we're not even? Can you imagine the Dakar hangover after this? Right, that's a real thing. You've done, you've covered, you've talked about rally for the last fifteen days, you know. And I'm sure these guys were probably ready to get home, but you know, here we are. 
All right. Peter Velchek, 61st at the moment, nine hours and 52 minutes and 20 seconds behind the leader. And then we are going to keep scrolling. Let's find our boys. What do we got here? Yes, I do this live. I do not pre-plan, write down my show notes and all of that stuff. I think it's more fun. And then I get to figure out some more stuff. There we go. Top 100 finish. Mo Hart right now 93rd in the overall rankings team member on the American Rally Originals. Uh, let's see here. Then we keep going down. David Pearson showing 99th. And then Ace Nilsson, 101st, 101. We keep going. Kyle McCoy, 107 in the overall. And we reach the end of this page. So, all right, we've got a lot going on here, but we still got a lot of stages to go. We do not have, let me, let me double check that before I say we do not have, because last year or yesterday, I think this might be the same thing. So if you guys remember yesterday, we talked about it, that there was some changes going on and it was weird that they didn't already have the stage preview uh, up in the app. Well, it's the same thing this morning as I don't see the stage preview yet. So we're going to have to split today's episode again into two pieces results right now. And then we'll do the, uh, we'll do the stage rundown tonight. But interesting enough is, yeah, they haven't changed it. Now there was talks that they were going to change the stage for stage number seven uh, also bivouac locations that was kind of tentative so i'm curious to see when uh that gets published i'm gonna i'm gonna refresh you know do my due diligence here i'm gonna refresh the the app and make sure let's see stage seven yeah no so no information yet on stage number seven so can't give you guys that rundown let's see on bulletins uh that one was they were talking about the Yeah, they don't have, let's see, no provisional results posted yet. Yeah, these guys, I mean, it's it's interesting. I mean, I can't imagine the amount of data that they have to like process and do at the end of every day, but it is definitely a challenge. So anyway, all right. So that is the rundown right now through stage six. Coming up tonight is going to be stage number seven. So they are doing a lap around town. So I'll do Wadimi. They're going to do a lap around that right now as it sits. They're talking about 641 kilometers total. So 104 of that is going to be commuting and 293 of that is going to be racing. And that's in miles. So 473 special stage, uh, 473 kilometers, roughly 293 miles. And then they're going to have a commute of 104 miles uh, to get back to the bivouac or get to the start line. So again, on the stage breakdown, we'll give you guys uh, more info on what that looks like and how that breaks down. And we will go from there. So, all right, guys, in the meantime, don't forget, it'll make sense when you get there. Enjoy the ride. All right, that is a wrap for the Chasing Waypoints podcast this week. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. Don't forget to like and subscribe if you like what you heard. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and a bunch of others. Also, follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook under Chasing Waypoints, Instagram, Chasing Waypoints underscore official, and, of course, the YouTube under Chasing Waypoints. Hope everybody has a good week. We will see you guys for the next episode. Remember, shiny side up, and don't forget to tag us. 
We want to see where you guys are riding and what you guys are up to. Have a great week.